Welcome to the show. This is Let's Face the Facts, and I'm your host, David Almeida. I'm an actor in Orlando, Florida, and every week I sit down with an actor or artist friend, we watch an episode of the classic sitcom The Facts of Life, and then I hit record, and then we synopsize, we analyze, we criticize, and other words that end with eyes. This week, my guest is Matthew Arder. Matthew's back. Always fun when he's here. Uh, Matthew really needs no introduction. Matthew and I watched Season 4, Episode 17, called Best Sister, Part 1. This is Part 1 of 2, so you get Matthew this week and next week when we wrap this up for this very special two-part Facts of Life episode. I think we're ready to jump on in, kids. Let's face the facts with Matthew Arder. Matthew, you are back. Oh, my God, David. 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 What? What? For our listening audience that you think, oh, I want to move to Orlando. Fucking don't. What? <laughs> there are enough people here. And second of all. Like, you think, like, even in L.A., like, on a Saturday, the traffic isn't as bad oh. as it is as a Friday. No. It's just everywhere you go, mm-hmm. all the goddamn time. Agreed. It's just a goddamn... I live 12 miles from you. Mm-hmm. It took me 50 minutes to get here. Mm-hmm. And that's just unacceptable. Yeah, I I agree. They um, say they're going to fi- finish uh, <laughs> fixing I-4. Yeah. Uh, at some point in the next 10 to 20 millennia. Yeah. And right now, it's it's just like, fucking finish this. Because the construction isn't helping. No. It makes it worse. And now, even the locals don't know where we're going. Yeah. That's what's difficult. Because it's like, it, it, the exit for Winter Park is like on the other side of downtown now. And yeah. you're like, oh, I, did, I thought I had five more miles to go, but I guess not. Yeah, no, the exit's now five miles. You're getting uh, off at Princeton and driving on a five-mile-long exit to get to Lee Road. And you're like, what is happening? And uh, then you, you, you don't take the Princeton exit, and you're on I-4, and you go, well, whoa, there, there, there went, went Lee Road. Yeah. That's, and that. what's your next exit? Oh, Daytona Beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is good. It's awful. A nightmare. Yeah. And I know everybody says, it's like, oh, well, you should try Atlanta. I'm sure Atlanta's just as bad. Yeah. But I'm not saying we're worse. I'm just saying, don't move here. Look, we're here, and it fucking sucks. We're full. Yeah. (laughs) Florida's full. Yes. Something else I discovered, David? What did you discover? (laughs) Matthew. I discovered listening to podcasts at a different speed. Oh, this is new to you? (laughs) Ah, yes, it is. What were you listening to? I was listening to us, first oh. of all. <laughs> at what speed? But, uh, at all of them. The half speed, we sound like we took a Valium <laughs> before we start talking. And it's so funny to hear. Like, <laughs> who is thinking, this is going too fast. <laughs> I need to slow these motherfuckers down. Who's listening to iPod, to podcasts at half speed? Half speed. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. <laughs> Maybe they're listening to a podcast about the Gilmore Girls or something. What? Where they're all fast talkers. But, yeah. Um, 
it's they're listening to a Rosalind Russell yeah. Cary Grant fest or something. But listening to us at a speed and a half, one and a half, speed, one and a half. It's like we did a an eight ball before we started. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like we can't shut up. I I need to do this. Oh, it's funny. And, and I imagine because of the subject matter, it's it would be like, oh my god, you remember that TV show? It was that episode where that actor. Like, oh yeah, That's exactly what it, it is. It, I mean, it. I'm <laughs> sure the content supports the theory oh. that. We fucking are on cocaine. Oh, it delights me. Because <laughs> uh, I only like to listen to the episodes I'm on. <laughs> David rolls his eyes as he gets notes constantly. What? He knows when I'm listening because I'm constantly texting him notes. Yeah, you, you do. You send, yeah. You know what I figured it out? What? And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, okay. even though David has begged me to be on every episode, and <laughs> I just can't. H- have I? Um... <laughs> I so, have the text to prove it. You, <laughs> um, just let me create a fake phone sc- number. I'll I, get those worked on right away. I will send you screen grabs of all of me going, I should be on every show. Yes. Um, <laughs> and and the, my favorite was the one when you texted me and said, you do know I talk along with the episodes mm-hmm. when I listen to them. And I make them I funnier. Do. Like I'm in here. I'm, I'm funnier. Make them funnier. <laughs> So I, I said, your, your podcast should be MST3King, like, giving running commentary to my show. Maybe that should be a tutti fruity thing. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Thank you! We are... <laughs> After uh, 20 minutes of bitching. <laughs> well, that 20 minutes of bitching, no one will ever hear. This is the very beginning of the show Some tutti fruities might hear it! <clears throat> oh, that's true. That's what the extras are for. <laughs> we have just watched Season 4, Episode 17... Best Sister, Part One. Mm-hmm. Yes, this was a two-parter. Or as I like to call it, a two-arter. Come on. Because my last I... name is Arter. Oh. And you get two of me. Yeah, you do. We're going to get two. two uh, you two are Matthews. welcome. Yes, America. <laughs> and my fives of listeners. This show was first broadcast on February sixteenth of nineteen eighty-three. Yes, which becomes important in the second episode. I'm Does just it? gonna lay that out there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Mr. Kelada. The as, wonderful. As all episodes this this season. And this was written by Linda Marsh and Margie Peters. We're talking the the OG yeah. uh women who saved the show. It's that like, surprises me a little bit. And well, that will come up later on. Oh, that will come up later on. Good. We have listen to all the cliffhangers. And, I know enticers to make We're you just keep listening. Tickling the taint right now, <laughs> keeping you <laughs> tickle my tits. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh wow. There's a lot to talk about with this episode. There is. In fact, I will even tell you ahead of time. Here's a cliffhanger. I found a um, flub. In the filming. You found a flub mm-hmm, in the filming. Mm-hmm. A Far couple out. continuity errors, but... Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get to this because I didn't see those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Matthew, we're yes. only doing part one first. Okay. And then we're going to do part two yes. next week. So, can you please give me mm-hmm. your... A Matthew Arter special. Yeah. The incredible, concise, two-sentence format that should be followed and adhered to by all my future guests. Go! Um, David, I can name this episode in one sentence. Matthew, name that episode. Jan Brady's going to become a nun. Yay! That's it. That's all there is. 
And I, I don't think we have anything else to no, say. That's, that's a show. It. Good night, folks. <laughs> very little B story on this one. I no, found. for a two-parter, yeah. no. And I mean, not that they did that. They didn't. They still weren't really doing B stories yeah. at this point. And that this one is a, a two-parter. What are what are your thoughts on just the generality before we get into the micro specifics? The idea of it being a two-parter. I have thoughts, but I'm curious to know what you think. I really think they could have gotten it done in one episode. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Like, for us nowadays, and and our, the way we're accustomed to very quick oh my um, God. cuts and things like that, yeah. um, it's not as difficult because I watch them right in a row. One mm-hmm. and two. You Me know too. what I mean? Yes. Yeah, we watched But I can imagine in 83 when you had to wait till next week to find out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, oh, like that. Yeah. And then that was the second episode. You're like, really? That, that's I what know. I waited for? <laughs> I suppose at the age of three, I might not have thought that uh-huh. when I originally watched it. You were three in no, 1983? I had not been born yet at oh, all, as okay. a matter of fact. All right. So. I was going to say. Rerun. But I, I thought about the same thing. I was like, did this need to be a two-parter? Could it have been on in two? I, I think because they were asking Joe to make such a journey. And this wasn't as much character deepening development as much as it was, how the fuck do we get this character to do something so completely out of character for herself. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was one episode. It was, to me, it was just barely passable yeah. that Joe, for spoiler alert, Joe thinks she might decide to become a nun mm-hmm. through the course of this. But we have a long, long way to go before we get to that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so for me, Joe becoming a nun, that's a hard sell right there. That is far-flung uh, sprain your shoulder with reaching that far. Yeah. So I thought to myself, uh, that was already problematic for me. I think they, for the most part, did okay with it. And I don't know, with less time, it wouldn't have been really, come the fuck on, you know? Well, I think, who, what other character would it have made sense for it to be such a ridiculous thing for? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like th- the whole point was that it's going to be the character that no one would that, that you they can get expect. the most comedy out of her becoming a nun. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess they can get the most comedy out of Joe becoming a nun because just like the very first scene, Joe comes down in a skirt. Yeah, it's not funny when Natalie wears a skirt. It's not funny when <laughs> Tootie wears a skirt. You're right. Certainly not funny when Mrs. Garrett wears a skirt. No. <laughs> But it is funny wow. when jo- they get five minutes out of Joe wearing a skirt. True. So they get another 40 minutes out of Joe becoming a nun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would have, um, writers, I, Matthew and I will happily take a swipe mm-hmm. at the script and see if we can uh, make it condense. Punch it up. Punch it, yeah. We can, we'll give it a once over. Yeah. That's true. We'll, we, we'll, we'll take our uh, Writers Guild cards mm-hmm. in response. We don't in, even have to, I don't even have to tell the union, girl. Yeah, they went we'll to me under the table. Scab. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you that's not the first time someone has... Looked at me and said I had a scab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's, let's get right the fuck to it. Let's do it. It is the cafeteria. It is a... We, we can deduce through later events, it is Friday night. 
Mm-hmm. All the girls are in street clothes. Yes. And when they do a weekend show, it seems that during when the school day is over on Friday, on Friday, the girls change into street clothes, and then wouldn't you do dinner? Well, you got to wash the uniform anyway. Why wouldn't you just sl- slop out the food and? Mm-hmm. You know, why Why risk dirtying and having the food smell in your own clothes when you could do it? And d- does, the, does the school have laundry service? Do they launder their uniforms? I don't know. We know there is a laundry room off of the kitchen that we only went to, I think it was referred to once. But mm. uh, oh, there's another, there's another question that's going to keep me up at night. Yeah, <laughs> I don't worry about that one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. when I take notes on my computer, it mm-hmm. constantly corrects Tootie to Tootsie. Mm. And it's really annoying. Yeah. So Tootsie is working and clearing the tables. Uh, Mrs. Garrett is there. And Joe comes in in a skirt. And you're right. We get five minutes of, ha, <laughs> ha, you're wearing a skirt. Don't make a joke or I'm going to punch your fucking lights out, you piece of shit. Can I just say, that having listened to some of the episodes. Your Mrs. Garrett is spot on. Uh And you know how much joy it gives me. (laughs) You know how much joy I love. Uh But (laughs) Mrs. Garrett and Joe are the only two people that you impersonate. And Joe is suddenly Bowser from (laughs) Shanana. Like, she never sounds like that. Quite. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but, <laughs> you're Mrs. Garrett spot on. Yeah. I'm just saying we might want to take another look at, at Once Over at Joe. Okay. <laughs> but you're right that I don't but do, I love it. I don't really have a Blair, a, a Natalie. Mm-hmm. Or, well, and again, it's when it falls into stereotypes. It's when Natalie starts doing the Jewish humor yeah. that is not Jewish humor that they always <laughs> give her. Um so Ms. she brings up Yale and Jason. Yale and Jason. Apparently she's been dating this boy, Jason, who goes to Yale. And interested Hava. in Yale. <laughs> and and have and interested, yeah. And now going to, to college there. Joe is a senior. This is appropriate mm-hmm. that she is preparing for her first college weekend. And all they keep talking about is it's her first college weekend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Garrett wants to have a talk with her. And then Tootie shows up and she's like, talk later. Blair shows up. What is different about Blair this episode, Matthew? Her roots are done. Blonder. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're talking Mary Martin Canary Yellow Blonde. Yeah. Not that dishwater that we no. tried starting at episode three or whatever. And she looks gorgeous. She goddamn does. <laughs> Jeez. Uh... So you wondered if there was a sense of Eve Plum is going to be playing my sister. What what shade is her hair right now? <laughs> I I need to look a little blonder than she. I'm just saying because she is. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anywho. Uh, so yeah. So the big question is: Joe is acting like this is a visit to see this boy, mm-hmm. with also some academic intentions secondary right and it's it's like how do you know this boy how do you how did you meet how in the fuck would a college student from yale which is in new haven connecticut Mm -hmm. and a high school student in peekskill new york Mm -hmm. what the shit and also um really mrs garrett you're gonna let this high school girl go for a weekend well, on she, her own, she tries to have the talk. Yeah, that would not the talk. We wouldn't get to the talk. Yeah, my mom would not have let me go for a weekend. Yeah, to a college. 
Uh, agreed. It just wouldn't have happened. We would have never gotten to the talk. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like, no, you're not going there for a weekend. Yeah. I went for an orientation weekend. At, By yourself? Yeah. I in mean, high school? When I, it was like, it was, I mean, I had already been accepted yeah. to my school. So the orientation weekend was the, okay, pack up your sleeping bag and pack, it was, it was two nights. I think it was a weekend. And it was just, okay. And then you ended up in a dorm room with a stranger. Hot, and you had, go on. <laughs> and, and then they, you know, had like classes and seminars that you could pick and choose to attend based upon your interest. Who was your, who was your roommate? Uh, a dorky kid go named, on. was he also a David? His name might have also been David. Go on. No, that's it. What Nothing did you else. wear to bed? What did you wear but in your sleeping bag? I, I wore pajamas. Ah, like, nerd! Like Joe did. Nerd. I had, no, I don't know what I wore, but... Um, but remember, I wasn't gay then. I wasn't thinking right, in those terms. Very straight. I was... I was Looking a, for the college pussy. <laughs> I was a breeding bastion of masculinity when I was 18 years old. Where's the theater? <laughs> <laughs> Chorus! <laughs> Yeah, so this whole premise of this weekend is questionable at best. Yeah. Um, and it becomes more questionable more we find out, like, anyway. I, yeah. I have serious issues with that whole B story. Yeah, and then the thing is, at one point somebody says, I'm so glad you didn't tell Jason to take this weekend and blow it out his crankcase. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but, huh? Yeah, I don't know. And then they oh, allude God. to the fact that there were other boys. There yeah. was this... My, oh, oh, that's what it is. And with with that being an allusion to... Well, because she apparently told boys named Michael and Stuart and Chucky to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Like, this was of the boys that she had at her disposal. Mm-hmm. This was the one she picked. Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> yep. And... um. Fi- Mrs. Garrett tries again to have the talk, mm-hmm. and, and Tootie butts in again and just says, "Are you trying to talk about sex?" Is that and that was when my ears perked up, <laughs> as they generally do when <laughs> someone mentions sex. Okay, is that the first time that word has been uttered on this show? No, because we had the sex education in episode one. Did they actually say the word sex? Um, yes. Because, and it's funny that this comes up, it, the word sex was mentioned one time on the Brady Bunch. Was it? The word sex was said during a Brady Bunch episode. Funny that Jan Brady is on this episode. Oh. Do you know who said it? No. Um, Oliver. Cousin Oliver said it. Was it like, oh, look at that sex symbol kind no, of a thing? it was. You know, your parents have a real hard time talking about sex. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? To Bobby. <laughs> it's like, well, it's 1974. It's modern times. there's some actual language on this show. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to look up the FCC list of like what words you could and couldn't say on primetime at the time. Yeah, well, I mean, but. it's the George Carlin list. Is it? It's shit, Still? piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Wow. It's seven. That's a, that's a, this. You never heard this George Carlin routine? Yes, but I was in 1969. The, this is 1983. No, this was in the 70s. Okay. No, this was in the 70s. Right. And then he did later add fart, turd, and twat. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the funny thing is that 
tits and fart have become okay. You can say those. Shit has become okay. At like after 10 p.m. Is on basic that... cable. All right. Yeah. No, there are still rules around shit. But I love Archer because they can't say they can't say fuck at all. So they just use shit because they can. So it's like, what the shit are you talking about? That's why I say, what the shit? Oh, that's why. So uh, Tootie says, you talk about sex. Was, right. is that your Tootie impression? No. <laughs> but the um the thing is this is slipping back into they're clearly avoiding it because of Tootie. It's it's we're back into that treating Tootie like a baby thing. Mm-hmm. It's like did we not learn from right. the last time when she went and got drunk or when she was going to go on that mm-hmm. hike with the boy? Yeah. But it's like okay, this is kind of a older older relationship that we kind of, I thought, had grown out of treating Tootie like a child. And I she's... mean, you've seen the size of her tits. She's not a child anymore. <laughs> Am I allowed to say tits? You can say tits. Okay. You can say you can say anything here. Okay, you've seen the size of her. <laughs> I mean, she's not a kid. Yeah, no, it's like if someone hasn't had the talk with her yeah. and her her fun pillows or whatever those are called. What what do they call them in Carrie? Fun bags. Fun fun bags. Milk bags. What what like? But isn't there a pillows term that the mother uses in Carrie? Uh, dirty oh. dirty pillows. <laughs> dirty pillows. That's what it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to point at you and shout. Thank that at you. you. <laughs> but anyhow, so this is this is where uh, we get a little bit of Jewish Natalie, where uh, <laughs> we have. The, the sort of setup right before, you know, you have to do that setup of like, everything is terrific. And then the thing is introduced that's going to fuck it all up. Sure. Joe is literally saying, everything is great. I've got good grades. I'm considering Yale. I'm dating a terrific guy. Life couldn't be much better. And Natalie jumps in with, well, no, you don't say that. You're tempting the fates. This is why I didn't get Nellie Forbush. You don't tempt the fates. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the evil eye. What's the Jewish term? Uh, Kenahora? Is that it? Kenahora uh, do what? Kenahora <laughs> do this. Kenahora do that. Kenahora uh, pull this at the little head. Uh, also, the, in that when Blair's talking about Joe, she makes a reference to two years ago she was wearing flared jeans. And that's a reference to Joe's first... Ever appearance. Oh, true. Blair she was. refers to her yeah. flared jeans. She still wears flared jeans. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the evil eye. The evil eye is a very well-known thing in Jewish culture. That's that's literally the, you don't praise your children. You don't acknowledge when things are going well. Yeah. Because that is when fate will turn on you and fuck right. it all up. Yeah. And uh, Charlotte Ray herself talks about it a lot in her autobiography. Mm. Because literally her mother never, ever said, good job. Never said, congratulations, you're a fucking Broadway actress. Her mother never, ever showed her approval. She only later found out through a sister that the mother said, oh, I saw a performance and Charlotte was really good in it. Like she had to find out about it third hand through a sibling because the mother could never, due to that cultural thing of don't praise your child, God forbid. Yeah, my mother's like that. Oh, is she? <laughs> Another piece of the puzzle. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's always like I called her and said I, I got a new contract, and she goes, "Well, of course you did. Uh, why aren't Why aren't you running the place? 
Yeah, so it's never quite. That isn't. Oh, it's Jesus. not never quite good enough. Oh, bless. Oh, you won the state championship and and piano playing in fifth grade. Well, see how you do at nationals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Anyway, wow. That that does explain some things. We and that's not... why I'm funny today. <laughs> so the so... Joe is. <laughs> So the so Natalie is like, shut up, don't say that too loud. Yeah. And Joe is like, oh come on, that's crazy. And she stopped short of saying, What could possibly walk through that door and fuck with this perfect path upon which I am embarking? <laughs> Jan Brady. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Eve Plum. Dun, 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 dun. What? If there has ever been a perfect time and plenty of time for it, uh-huh. <laughs> is when a guest star of that caliber at that time walks on. Were you not expecting applause? No. I was expecting applause. Really? Did they applaud? Jaja? Uh, Jaja? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, I guess because it was such a that role had such pageantry about it. And I, I would have I would have not liked it if there was applause for her. Because but it was it's like enter- it was clearly written as an entrance for fucking Eve Plum. Yeah, it was her. She walks in and says, what does she say? She says something like, Who wants to run away from home? Yeah. Okay, that was how Rip Taylor said it, but he didn't get the part. <laughs> he didn't get the part of Blair's sister. Yeah. Oh, he did um, read for it. He I did hear. read for it. Yeah, yeah. So he put him right up The for producers it. didn't like confetti. I think that would go. But um, I, I was hoping for some old sitcom applause for the guest star. Yeah, Fonzie gets applause, and he's a re- it's his he's fucking show. Right. He walks on stage, and people applaud. It's like, did you not think he was going to be there? Right. Really? But so, no, I'm, I'm so on your side. And there that. was plenty of time, because she walked in, and it was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Eve Plum. Oh. Who wants to run away from home? It was a very long shot of her entering, I uh, thought. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I I didn't think of that. And personally, I'm glad. Because mm. it's like, no, this is just Blair's sister. This is just... this is a, Which we find out is not. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth with Blair saying, this is my sister. And they're like, um, you don't have a sister? But it's clearly a stepsister, one of Blair's mother's many ex-husbands, three. Is that what you would call her, your stepsister? I think so, because even if the parents split up... But, like, she is not related to her dad at all, and she's not related to her mother. But when... Her dad was her mother's fourth wife, or third wife, so... I was. I wrote down. Are these two actually at all related? Not by blood. No. Not at all. But not like technically at all. No. Like, but legally, they could date. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could. But yeah, when two people with children marry, their kids automatically become step siblings. The uh, the partner's children become your stepchildren. So on the Brady bunch, the girls and the boys were step siblings. Right, but. The her stepsons still had their dad. Yeah, but like Blair's mother had no connection to her or her dad. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't well, know. Well, the, the fact that the parents are not married anymore may throw a wrench in yeah. that. I don't know, but it could be one of those like 
well, this is my daughter-in-law, even though she divorced my son because my son's an asshole. Okay. I still love her and I still call her my daughter-in-law kind of a thing. It's, All right. I think technically we can write our own rules there. So basically, we, <clears throat> we do. We, they try to get a lot of mileage out of this whole, the way their relationship is. Well, my father was yeah. married to her mother and then, you know, we gave birth to some guinea pigs and ate them and yeah. I don't know. Ridiculous. But it ends up with Blair and Meg. Meg is the name of the sister. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm assuming I don't need to go into the career of Eve Plum. People know who she is. No, but since you're so fond of it, she is 25 years old in this episode. I looked that up too. <laughs> I looked that up too. She's 25. Yes. Um, and, and looks really good. Well, for she's, she's she got... still looks 40. Because no. it's, ni- it's 1983. Oh, well, I mean that, yeah. But I mean, as far as next to Blair, and it's it is not Chan Brady being the you know the the redheaded stepchild, the the middle girl, mm-hmm. the the one with the issues and all that stuff, yeah. and thinking she's not pretty. She really, I mean, standing next to Lisa Welchel, it's like bitch is holding her own. Jeez. Okay. the feathering of her hair is absolutely unsupportable. Mm-hmm. But um, but, but other than that, I I'm like I think she looks really really good. All right. <laughs> Whether or not you agree with No, me. I'm not saying I agree. No, I'm just saying you have a valid opinion, David. Do I? Well, yeah. So in the kitchen, there's a talk that she's kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And Blair's uh-huh. like, "You, we haven't been in touch in over a year. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Uh-huh. And she said, you didn't even contact me for my birthday. And she says, well, it's a little bit late. And she hands her a bank book and the keys to her car, which is an MG. Yes. What is an MG? I have no idea. I heard Elaine Stritch talk Say it. about Elaine it. And, Stritch. <laughs> and I'm like, that was in 1952. Yeah. I didn't know MG still existed. Yeah. I will say, while you're looking that up, while, she, while they're in the kitchen doing all of this, they are literally just moving plates from one table to the next. Oh. And that is where a couple continuity errors show up. Because like you'll see in one shot, Natalie will pick up a napkin dispenser. And in the very next shot, she's picking it up again. Oh. You know what I mean? I Things didn't like see that. that. Like they didn't really. And Tootie is the worst at it. Oh. Like wa- I watched this episode several times because um, I have. No friends. So, um, and I watched it and like Tootie literally just like puts a plate in the thing and then just stands there and watches the act in. Yeah. I have a comment for Tootie, a note for Tootie later that I will get to. Okay. But it's, mm, anyway, that's where you can see a couple of the continuity errors back there. Because <laughs> they're just literally picking up plates and moving. And there is food on a plate, a half-eaten sandwich on the plate. And that's odd. Yeah, Usually they just gross. have napkins. Yeah. And they just pick them up and move them to another table. Direction was busy work. Yeah. Look we've busy. had so many talks about the, the busy work that's not work and the lack of food. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Eve Plum, uh, Meg says, well, you know how I bounced from one thing to the other. And so Blair says, oh, so what? You're going to get a new car. You're going to change your major at college. And she's like, well, actually, for the past year, I've been involved in something that really feels right for me. And Blair says, well, good, then you should go for it. And she says, but it requires that I relinquish my worldly possessions. And Blair says, sounds like you've joined a convent. That could have been the end of the episode. But um, they might as well put a in there or something. Like, it was just Blair's 
response. And it and it progressively gets worse. Like she gets more worked up as the episode progresses. But it's one of those Blair's like, what the fucking fuck? Yeah. And she's like, well, it's I finally found something that makes me feel complete. And she's like, Blair just lays into her. Mm. You must be out of your mind. This must be killing your parents. This is not exactly their American dream for you. I and- loved the, um, I don't know if it's coming up or if they already did it, but when she's going to become a nun, the joke of Natalie, Tootie, and Blair. Wow. Where? Why? Oh. <laughs> like, that was funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> three, comedies in threes. And also, she's making her a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Did you notice that? Um, I know that she was supposed to be doing that. Did she actually do that? Make- I don't know if you noticed, but she keeps her bread in the refrigerator. Who does that? Weirdo. Go and <laughs> go right now into Weirdo. my Weirdo. Bagels and loaf bread. Loaf bread. <laughs> Hello? A lo- what? <laughs> a loaf of bread. What's, <laughs> what's the matter? Uh, yeah, a loaf of bread, but I don't call it a loaf bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> loaf style. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong? Who you... wants cold bread? I never eat it. I never eat it plain. I always toast it. You never eat room temperature bread? No. Ew. Right. What's I'm wrong with you? Gross. I'm going to put a pin in that for <laughs> when the microphones <laughs> like, are off. But, like, if you have a peanut butter, you would you would put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on just plain old bread? Sure. Ugh, see, I like Look make... at the size of me, though. Like, I got to get that food in me. <laughs> I'm wasting away over here. <laughs> um, oh. She opens her refrigerator to get said bread, like a weirdo. Okay. <laughs> like a fucking I, freak. I'm, I'm feeling attacked, but continue. I would be happy to know how... Um, I would like to bet Michael B., our tutti fruity, Michael B., I bet he keeps his bread outside of the refrigerator because he's not a weirdo. Okay, Michael B., please weigh in. Please comment somewhere on this mm-hmm. and tell me. Back me up, bro. Both I need the you. Bs, Michael B. and Michelle B. Michelle like B., know. the wonderful. Now, my question is, when she opened it to get the bread out, like a weirdo, um, <laughs> Bisquick is in there, so... Oh. She keeps her. No, let me tell. Okay, do you keep your and Nestle Quick? The powder of Nestle Quick was no. in the refrigerator. What the fuck is that? Well, that okay. At least we agree on that weirdness. What's wrong with them? But my favorite thing ever in sitcoms happens. <laughs> she gets out the peanut butter, and it's clearly Skippy peanut butter. Oh, but there's a piece of white tape over the yes. IPPY, so it's yes. just sk- sk- and clearly taped over. <laughs> like just. We couldn't get a different label or something that just said peanut butter. We had to be, oh, Christ. We couldn't get the clearance. And did we get the clearance from Quick and Bisquick? Uh, Yeah. To use theirs because their label is is clearly shown. Wow. Or does it matter how long it's on screen? I don't know. These are the things that I noticed. (laughs) I'm surprised I didn't. See, this is why... When I'm taking my copious notes for the show. Yeah, you should press pause. I should press pause and actually <laughs> watch the show instead of basically transcribing the fucking dialogue. Yeah, I have to watch it three different but yeah. times. But yeah, no, powdery things, to me, bread keeps longer in the fridge, too. It Does like, it? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Even if it's stale, when you toast it, you can't tell. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, Blair... In turning on her, says, you always were stubborn and rebellious, mm-hmm. and you are just being a little brat. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Still harsh words. Yeah. And Meg comes back with, you are not saying anything I haven't already heard, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. 
My parents yelled and threatened. They called me everything from a liar to a lesbian. Lesbian? Yes, yes, Blanche, lesbian. Oh, isn't Annie Thomas one? Not Lebanese, Blanche! Lesbian! I can't get my voice two octaves lower. Not Lebanese, Blanche. Yeah, see, you've got it. You're... Um... <laughs> and I love how she says that and the look on Natalie's face in the background, like, oh, she should have said that to Blair, who's been eating Joe's pussy. <laughs> so, oh, oh, this is going to get ugly. Uh, um, but this doesn't make sense. You're stupid and selfish. Your parents want grandchildren. And it's just like, good Lord. I'm not saying we, we didn't have that happen in my family. I'm not saying eyebrows would not have been raised. But at the same time, there is a point where it's just like, well, you got to go fucking do whatever you want to do. Because guess what? Not my goddamn business. And it's not like she's saying, I'm going to become a drug cartel. Yeah. It's like she's going to become a nun. You can quit. I'm (laughs) going to do scientific chemical experiments on embryos. I'm moving to Mars, kids. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole overreaction. I'm getting a lower back tattoo. Yeah. You're... (laughs) I was 12. The, hey, um, it's okay. And it's it's down below the waistline of your underwear. No one really sees it No one's it ever going to see it. Yeah. So, uh, and you can't read it, for one thing. It's <laughs> a different size than it was. But uh, your vaudevillian writers are at it again during that scene. Oh, do me. What kind of nun are you going to be? Singing? Flying? But um, The yep. singing nun came out in 66. The flying nun came out in 67. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of teenagers were talking about that shit in 1983. No. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely. Was there a thing called the singing nun or are you talking the sound of music? Nope, the singing nun. It was actually called the singing nun. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I wasn't aware of that. Wow. So anyhow, the final thing is I'm not going to stand by and let you throw your life away. I'm going to turn around and walk up the fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. Eat my dust. But not before the nun-to-be says... Take the damn checkbook. Yes. Take the damn checkbook. Damn. <gasps> damn. Well, she didn't say goddamn. But I mean, no, she said damn. I, I mean, but how many times were expletives like that used in this show? I. I'm oh, Mrs. Garrett. What did she say? Remember Fuck. <laughs> when Tootie and Natalie bought the bongs. In the dope episode. <laughs> Remember? No. It's like, Mrs. Garrett, are you really, are you uh, uh, upset or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm mad. I'm damn mad okay. that they'd sell this to children. Yeah. So Mrs. Garrett has said, damn. Yeah. And remember just the other week, she was, oh, shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. Sorry, shoot is shit with two O's. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think that's... It's certainly not something they... It wasn't like, you know, the, the Eunice Ed and Mama sketches on Carol Burnett where they would say hell and damn and scandalize the audience. But it... She's going to become a nun. Yeah. And they gave the, her... The damn line. Like, just take the bank book and the car yeah. and, and the key, you know? I well, feel like... I get it. Like, she's frustrated. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like... That, Weird that they would throw a dam in there I, for a lady becoming a nun who's trying to give away her checkbook and her car. I guess. I don't know. But she also, we, we do get the sense that this is, you know, Meg is still on a journey. It's sure. not like she is not there. She, she is clearly not there. Yeah. But she talks about 
Um, she does get frustrated at some point later, too, and has to sort of regroup. Yeah. And I think it's in the second half of the episode where she says, well, this is, this is a more common reaction mm-hmm. than I realized. Mm-hmm. So clearly, some, I'm doing something wrong. Right. Or so possibly she is in, she's having to step away, take stock and say, am I presenting this in such a way that it's putting people on the defensive? So I, I just got the sense that she, she's still finding her way with it. So the damn didn't really bother me. And that's a testament to the wonderful performance of the wonderful Eve Plum. Go with that. And then a very long shot before we go to commercial. Um, and that is the commercial, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That is the commercial. Mm. So we come back. That. Yeah, we ain't we're in the cafeteria. Natalie and Tootie, Meg is there. Blair won't come down. Oh, she just needs time. And uh, Mrs. Garrett and Joe, who had run off in the first scene for Mrs. Garrett to drive Joe to New Haven mm-hmm. to her college weekend, come back. The car's broken down, and smartly. They did have Joe say, I could have fucking fixed it. I fix cars. She took her to the train station. She was driving her to the train station. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Because she goes, I need to look at what time the next train is leaving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You'll take a later train. So how big is peak skill? I (laughs) They had to turn around after they fixed the car. Like they couldn't. I I agree. I'm, I'm the same way. But. Yeah, so uh, you, you're right. I misinterpreted that. You're right. They did They did say train station. So the thing is that Mrs. Garrett said, you're not, You no, I'm not, was not going to let you get under the car in that outfit. You're dressed nicely. You're wearing a skirt. No. And this is the point when Meg is like, well, you know, I'm actually going there. I'm not far from where Yale yeah. is. So I could drive Joe down and I could even bring her back. And it's like, well, fucking A, do it. And Joe thinks, bow, chicka, bow, wow. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so when Joe does come in, she does start to tell a dirty joke and they a quickly have to stop her. dirty joke. When does Joe ever tell a... But it's like the, the first line is this guy seeing a sex therapist and she's already laughing. A joke like that wouldn't really be funny to you, would it? If you no. haven't had sex? Uh, yeah. It's like telling me a joke about women. I don't get it. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, yeah, it was very weird. Nobody it was weird... in that room has had sex, is my point. Correct. So how are we all going to find out, find this hilarious that this guy... Yeah, a sex therapist. Because like... the line is, she, all she gets through is, this guy's seen a sex therapist. He says, it's been three weeks since I... So... Oh. Yeah. It's okay. been three weeks since I yeah. was able to stimulate my wife to orgasm using my fingers, and yet it seems that penis and vagina penetration never is actually able to bring her to... No, this isn't a funny joke. Oh, my. Just no... Read the room. Read Joe. the room. Yeah. Mrs. This is Garrett... Joe finds out that she's going to be... That Meg's going to become a sister, because they've moved into the kitchen now. The next scene is they moved into the kitchen... Uh, yes, and in the course of that, Joe does say, well, she when she was a kid at school, she remembers one of the nuns, Sister Frances Imelda. And uh, she says, Imelda was never engaged. Of course, she looked like Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. Oh, vaudevillian writers. Really? 
But um, did I skip ahead of you or am I behind you? I think you're a little bit ahead of me because I have Mrs. Garrett coming in and she tells her the dirty joke and then they find out Meg's going to become a sister. And who, like, I know that's a term for a nun. Yeah. But, like, I feel like if, if I were in a conversation with somebody and be like, I'm going to become a nun, I wouldn't say I'm going to become a sister. Yeah. I think- I, they keep using that term when nun is already inherently funnier. Yeah. I, I think so. I just feel like a nun is a funnier word than I, sister. I would agree. That's why the, that's why the musical is not called Sister Sense. But, my- <laughs> but um, I agree. Then why isn't it called Nun Act? <laughs> um, Bam. This is when Mrs. Garrett, to show her support, this show is for and written by a woman. Yeah. And Mrs. Garrett actually has the line, I think it's wonderful. Nowadays, women want to become doctors, rolls her eyes. Lawyers, rolls her eyes, or throws both hands up and goes, or astronauts. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. And I'm like, for a second, I was like, fuck you, Edna Garrett. <laughs> I, I didn't get that read. My, my take on that was, it wasn't, isn't that ridiculous? It was the... Isn't it amazing how far we've come? Mm, I didn't get and, that at all. <laughs> and that that most you know that women nowadays are aspiring to these big and amazing things. It's nice that you still this is still an option available to us. I didn't I didn't get a <laughs> I, I, I wasn't mad at it. And I didn't think get that. I would like vibe. Jennifer B and Jennifer C. I would like their opinions. All right, as Jennifer's women, as women. The lady um, Tutti Fruities need to all weigh in and tell me if I'm being too sensitive or if David is just an idiot. Oh, um, wow. because like Andrea L, I'm looking at you. You need to <laughs> you need to weigh in on this. Yeah, Jamie E, I expect your support here. It got fully like I was like, oh. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. The offer to transport Joe and then bring her back is partially driven by the fact that Meg says, I have unfinished business here with Blair, so I do need to come back here before I mm-hmm. go into, <clears throat> what is it called? When she goes to the place, the, the nun training? <laughs> the nunnery. The nunnery. <laughs> the convent? Uh, the convent, I guess. But um, No, there's another name for it. Not the rectum. The rectory. <laughs> It's, I thought no, the rectory a, was a part, like a physical of your part. body, <laughs> the church of the physical structure. I thought the rectory was like, like the pulpit. The back door. No. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Let's move on, shall we? Let's an Ernest Borgnine reference. Yeah, really, in 1983, because <laughs> all the ladies were talking about Ernie Borgnine. Borgnine. Yeah. And he wasn't wacky elderly Ernest Borgnine. No, like but admitted in... to masturbating on TV, oh live my TV. God. You know, I have stayed young so long. I masturbate. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, when you're on microphone and you whisper, you can be heard. Bless I know God. you're. I know you're in your early 100s now. Yeah. But that's still that. And you're that didn't change to a 22 year old woman on Fox News. Yeah. Anyway. Very upsetting. So then we go to the bedroom, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, this this has one of those revelation moments where I'm like, what the shit? Yeah. So Blair is reading. Mm-hmm. And, um, What's she reading, David? 
Oh, fuck. What is she reading? The Exorcist. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if she got to the part where she masturbates with a crucifix yet, for Christ's sake. But that's right. Why that... did you just start her reading Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> but the reason why, it was a setup to a joke. Where Blair says, I'm doing a little bit of research. Yeah. And when Meg comes back, I how want... To, how to get Joe off with, no, <laughs> with the crucifix. No, no. I'm trying to figure out a way for Meg to get her head screwed on straight. That's a yeah. joke about the rotating I get head thing. That's what they were going for. But you're right. It was like, uh, clearly you didn't really read The Exorcist. That's severe. There's some shit going on. <laughs> so Mrs. Garrett is sort of in that, so Blair, what is going on? And Blair is kind of like, oh, someone just needs to take her to a country club. That's it. I'm going to take her to my country club, and all she needs is a good date. Mm-hmm. All that her dad worked for is worthless. Blair's on this high horse of, by Meg becoming a nun, she is shitting on her father's wealth mm-hmm. and achievement, mm-hmm. which supposedly which, he did for her. Which she is. Which she is, yeah. But... <laughs> But but yeah. attaching value to that, mm-hmm. and again, Blair, not your not your pony, not your monkey, not your circus, not your show. What the fuck? <laughs> she does seem very invested in someone that nobody, uh, none of her best friends knew existed. Yeah. So uh, true, very true. During the scene, Edna stands up to Blair. They're face to face, and I realize, like, we always think of Charlotte Ray as a little person. Yeah, she's kinda. tiny. She's five foot tall. I looked it up. Did you? Charlotte Ray was five okay. feet tall. So uh, an inch taller than uh, Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Yeah. yeah. Blair, want to guess how tall Blair is? Five foot four? Five three. Okay. That blows me away. Like, well, Lisa Welch was only five three. Lisa Welch was five three. I can't imagine if I met wow. Lisa Welch that she would only come up to my tit. <laughs> like, that's... You, you mean when, when you see her when as your my close, dear friend, yeah. Your yeah, close yeah. personal friend. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. but um, She's only 5'3". Oh, yeah. wow. And they're both clearly in heels. and Because I, I realized they were almost nose to nose. And I was like, what? How tall yeah. are, are they? So I looked it up. Well, Lisa Welch was 5'3". That wow. messes with my head. Um, Joe is 5'4". Okay. And Tootie is 5'2". <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't get to... Um, Natalie. Um, Natalie. But But they're all around the same height. Like, they're all... Yeah. None of them towers over. When Joe comes in, uh, Joe was wearing flats when she was in the skirt, but there was an episode recently where Joe came in in heels, Mm -hmm. and they were, like, probably three-inch heels, and it was so odd to see her towering over the others. (laughs) So, yeah, my my spin is that they're all kind of the same-ish height. And then there's no hairspray in that hair, like, in that clip that I sent you where she gets proposed to and her hair is like <laughs> mohawk and oh my god I can't wait oh my god yes so, later seasons so Mullet. Yeah. so Mrs. Garrett does put throw in some Mrs. Garrettisms mm-hmm. this is a different way of life it's not condemning her dad or anybody right. it's just a different thing mm-hmm. and uh, devoting your life to God is not deviant behavior She's not running away from her life, as you're saying. She's running towards something. Mm-hmm. And Blair is like, well, I need to get her parents here, and they're going to talk her out of it. And Mrs. Garrett says, nobody could ever talk me out of my faith. It's not something I was ever reasoned into. That's why they call it faith. 
My hand is over my head, ladies and gentlemen. And Matthew is very happy. <laughs> Damon did a very good job. So it's good that uh, we're having this talk and that Mrs. Garrett is doing what she does best and saying, okay, you're going through some shit and I got to help you work through it as your elder, as your guardian. Mm-hmm. And then Tootie comes running in. <laughs> They're here. I want to take a picture. I'm going to get my camera. Remember, I used a camera a few episodes ago. Apparently yeah. that's my thing. Where's my camera? They're here. And I'm like, what? They're here. So it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. We just watched Blair have her shit fit on Friday night. Yeah. And now Mrs. Garrett is coming in on Sunday night yeah. saying, Blair, what's wrong? It's like, no, you should have been up there that same fucking night, bitch. What is happening? So what is Blair just been stewing in this all weekend? Has Blair not moved from reading that book? Joe wasn't there. So... Man. Yeah, I got it. I got it. A little bit of a continuity error. That's an that's a timeline issue. Yeah, I have I have problems. Issue. Clearly. Mm-hmm. So when they come in, Natalie is like, "Tell me everything. Tell me everything." Yeah. Natalie wants to hear about the fucking. She's gonna write it down in my diary so yeah. I know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. She likes Natalie's gonna get like some penthouse letters or something <laughs> out of this. So, um, turns out she didn't stay very long. As no. soon as and why? As soon as, as soon as she introduced Meg to Jason, Jason, his neck suddenly swelled up. Is that what it is? He had the mumps. He had the mumps. Yeah, the mumps. That still can happen, can it? The mumps. Yeah, there was a vaccine for that in the eighties. <laughs> I mean, it's possible because it's like nineteen eighty-two and everything. But that's really but very. Like, yeah. Why couldn't it have been the flu? Yeah. Because later on in the second, next week, we're going to find out. It wasn't anyway, the mumps. It wasn't the mumps. Yeah. But, but it's like. Yeah. It just. It turns out he mumps? had. mumps? He had polio. It's right? Like, Why not like, just say polio? Old is For he? For Christ's sake, you 80-year-old writers. Exactly. <laughs> What's a no. terrible thing to have? The mumps! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> you're not a writer anymore <laughs> um so yeah she says she's had the mumps but so instead she spent the weekend with meg no retreating with no meg. she did go to the retreat and now suddenly joe who has never ever presented herself as anything but a city girl and a lesbian uh, no city they, girl they retreated at lake Lickalotopus. <laughs> I think it was up at camp. Come on, I want to lay ya. <laughs> it, it might have been camp. Um, oh, how I'd like to poke ya. <laughs> Stop. You are 12. Come on, I want to do ya. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Uh, and Joe is suddenly like, it was so nice to have things slowed down. This is my Bowser. Fuck you. It's my yeah, Joe. It's your Joe. Yeah. I, I am as God made me, Matthew. Yeah, I know. Uh, she's like, it was so nice to have things slowed down a little, you know? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Garrett, got to give her a joke. I love retreats. You just can sit and listen to your Rice Krispies. It did, it, it did get a laugh, but really? 
was that like the ad campaign of Rice Krispies at the time was like snap listen. crackle pop yeah, yeah the yeah, idea is that like, you hear them yeah <laughs> because they're a grain product we've puffed with air so when you pour liquid on them they make noise yeah. it's absolutely by design but right. anyway so then Meg leaves she does say she's staying in town overnight and she says Blair can we talk tomorrow and Blair's like uh, well the funny thing is Blair is sitting in the back and they don't really talk. Mm-mm. Like, there's no acknowledgement, no hi, hi, Mm-mm. no, we just had a big-ass blowout last time, but not even an acknowledgement yeah. when the intent was, we do need to revisit this. Mm-hmm. So that was just weird. And then finally, she's like, I'm staying in town overnight, so clearly she has a hotel room. Mm-hmm. She's not staying in the imaginary guest room that may or may not exist over here. Correct. In Eastland. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, where Cousin Jerry stays. <laughs> but uh, So she she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joe was left behind. It was a good rest. Uh, we're glad you got a good rest this weekend. Mm. And Joe was like, but it was more than that. You know, walks in the woods and trees and little furry things. <laughs> I'm singing the Sharks of the Jets theme song because that's what it sounds like. It's about to happen. What? <laughs> with, your, with your Brooklyn accent. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seems like we're going to break into West Side Story. Them Sharks now. is on our turf. <laughs> they say guns, we say guns. They say knives, we say knives. Okay, I get it now. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, she's had a wonderful weekend. Joe did. Joe. Uh, and you know what? The way I said, I don't know if she said that line. So it was a good rest, but it was more than that. You know, things have been going well. I've been really happy, even with the good stuff. It's like something's been bugging me, like I forgot something. And this weekend, I remembered what I forgot. What? God. Oh, God. <laughs> Literally came out of my mouth when she said it. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh God. Jesus Christ. Oh. But we saw it coming. I mean, we knew it was coming. Yeah. But, but it's like, oh, it's this... about time that uh, Joe says, I've been thanking everybody, but mm-hmm. God, and it's about time that I did. So. Mrs. Garrett could not agree more. Of course you couldn't. You perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mm. We we had that. It would have been so great, that episode, the yeah. September song, the one with the old boyfriend where mm-hmm. she was considering getting married. Like I, talk, I, I mentioned you by name. I said this would have been a great time for her to say, I got carried away with the idea no, of a man. of course not. Yeah. She's they, perfect <clears throat> in every way. Mrs. Scarrett never makes a mistake, never does anything wrong. She's practically perfect <sighs> in every way. So, Joe, what are you trying to say? I want to make it my life, my whole life. I want to be like Meg. I want to be a nun. Dum dum da. Freeze frame on Tootie, who in oh, her head said, "My look surprised." Tootie because is she's just terrible. Oh, she is bad. That is a bad Mrs. Garrett Scooby Doo. <gasps> yeah. Look, it is so broad beyond anything. Mm. And uh, on that cliffhanger it is where... to be continued. Yeah. And it was running... It was never an hour episode. It wasn't a special tonight on a special one-hour Facts of Life. No. This, in its initial run, was run in two weeks. Did yours have... Okay. Go ahead. 
No, mine had that, and then it had the little synopsis at the beginning of the next one. Is that what you were asking? Last time on Facts of Life. Yeah. A male's voice that we don't know. Yeah, which they did before on the the, um, thing. And now, the conclusion. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to go back and watch the first part again. Really? Jesus, fuck. (laughs) Oh, you think it's a bunch of girls watching? You have to mansplain the show to me? (laughs) Ah, Is that what you're doing? Well, because too many women are becoming doctors (laughs) and lawyers (laughs) and astronauts. (laughs) Which is a which is a topical reference because it was during this time period that Sally Ride was mm-hmm. becoming the first female astronaut. I remember who that. refused to go on Johnny Carson's show because he made the joke um, that the technology wasn't ready yet, so they delayed the flight uh-huh. that she was going to be on, and um, Johnny Carson made the joke that they're delaying the flight so Sally Ride can find a a purse that matches her moon boots or something oh. like that. And she's like, suck it, Carson. Yeah. So Good for her. Yeah. Good for but her. But it was 82, 83 that that flight went up. So on this deep, dark cliffhanger. Yeah, I got to go. And you you got to go. Week. And then next next week, you're going you're gonna to come. Stop on over. So we're going to stop recording. Yeah. We're going to leave everybody. I'm gonna take and a tinkle. T- I'm gonna have tinkle. A, we'll have a tinkle. Okay. Yep. And uh, maybe I might pull out a little bit of a nosh for us to share. Is that your little nickname for your ding dong? <laughs> You're going to pull out your little nosh? <sighs> Let me just stay stop tuned. Rec- that, um, where Matthew's going to the bathroom. Thank you for this week. And uh, I look forward to completing this next week. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. That was Matthew Arder. One thing I wanted to clarify, we touched upon uh, the superstition of Kinahora in Jewish culture, the the evil eye. Um, I did a little research, and basically uh, Kinahora is the Yiddish term for without the evil eye. And I said it was not praising your child. It's actually broader in scope than that. It's the idea that if you praise a child or if you act boastful or in any way highlight something positive that is going on, there are spirits who are basically going to screw it up for you. So you don't verbalize or express such things out of safety and out of a desire to preserve what you have that is positive. I found some interesting YouTube videos about it. I will post them so you can edumacate yourselves as well if you are interested. But uh, it's just something I wanted to be sure that I clarified and expanded on because my, my description of it in the show was a little narrow. And once again, it is interesting to note that the concept, while not specifically called Kinahora, is presented by Natalie this is the second time now, and Natalie is the not-expressly-Jewish-Jewish character. So next week, Matthew and I are going to be watching The Exciting Conclusion, Season 4, Episode 18, Best Sister, Part 2. So that's all for this week. Thank you for listening to the show, as always. And remember, the facts of life are all about you. Let's Face the Facts was produced, written, hosted, and edited by me, David Almeida. My theme song was beautifully arranged and recorded by Ned Wilkinson. Our website is facethefactspod.com. You have to drop the let's. 
and that's where you can find extra pictures, video, and audio extras from the digital cutting room floor. Follow the show on social media. We're everywhere under the handle Face the Facts Pod. You can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash face the facts pod. And don't forget, go to your favorite podcatchers and subscribe, rate, and review. Tune in again next week for another thrilling episode of Let's Face the Facts. <laughs> <laughs>